Ladies and gentlemen, 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 gentlemen you are now, 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 now listening to two, 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 the P13 Podcast. Yeah. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the P13 podcast. Uh, just a refresher. My name is Michael, and across from me is the God sent himself, <laughs> Thomas Conway. Still <laughs> got that I, chuckle. I can't get used to that title. That, that's okay. Well, simply just a man. We'll work on it. But what we're talking about today is something uh, that we commonly hear in the fitness world. It is something that a lot of us work on and something that we want to achieve in the fitness centers, gyms, things like that when you're training. And we're talking about body composition. What is it exactly, Mr. Conway? So body, well, the first thing I'll say too, before we get into what it is, um, you know, I would say that it, in my experience, and you've probably shared this as well with the people that you've worked with, ultimately, this is the the primary thing that brings people into training generally and training with us as well. So the reality is most people have a desire to look a certain way. Mm -hmm. There's no shame in that. Um, right. But you know, what we want to talk about today is providing clarity on, on what that means and, you know, and also providing some guidance around how to approach that in a healthy way. Because one thing that does happen, one thing that we do see is people tend to hyper-focus on this, which yes. becomes problematic for other reasons. So that's really what we're hoping to help people understand today is that it's okay to have this as a goal. And in fact, there are some benefits to having this as a goal. But um, you know, we always encourage people to focus on other elements of their fitness in combination with this. So, but... To your first que follow-up question? No, if I was going to say following up with that, it's like there's a very extrinsic uh, piece to this that I yes. feel like happens a lot on the surface level. Mm -hmm. Then what ends up happening, I feel like we sometimes lose some of those things that we're talking about, like s accepting and, Definitely. and some of the other things that we will get into. I'm yes. not going to spoil it. And just that's, yet, a, that's a good we'll thing get, to, we'll to, to touch on is a lot of this is extrinsically, uh, well, comes from extrinsic motivation, which, you know, uh, sometimes can be problematic as well. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, like you said, we'll, we'll get into the details of that and what that, what that looks like as well. But first question, you know, what is body composition? What is it composed of? And really just to put it, put it simply, uh, body composition is literally what your body is composed of, right? So the context with which you most likely hear it referenced is, um, you know, talking about muscle and fat. Like that's really what people care about when they're thinking about body composition. Specifically fat and muscle. Specifically fat and muscle, right. So those are components of what our body is made of, but there's also other things that are factored in like bone and also water content as well. So, you know. Often overlooked. A often lot overlooked. of people don't account for that. And it's just that's going back to that surface level. It's mm -hmm. like, I'm just seeing my muscle or I'm just seeing fat. Mm -hmm. kind of right. But there's, a, there's, there's a lot of different variables that, that go into it and go into your specific body composition, mm -hmm. right? And it's very individual for a lot of different reasons. I think that's a key. That's a good word, though. Individual. Individual. For, it's subjective. Yes, yes. And that's a common theme that you'll see throughout this podcast is, you know, all of these concepts most likely have an individual component to it. 
And that's one thing, you know, that we want our listeners to understand is that, you know, we're never trying to tell you to do something specific, but instead providing maybe some guidance or some information that you can take yourself and, you know, roll with it and, and test things out and see how you feel. Cause ultimately that's what it's going to come down to. It's going to be you specifically, your response to a certain thing that, that matters and, and that will help you towards your health and fitness goals. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's a good, good thing to bring up. Um, so body composition and, you know, a lot of times people will confuse that maybe with some other things. Right. One of those being maybe tracking your weight. Yes. Is, a, is something that's a common theme that we see. Absolutely. Yeah. And so people have a tendency to tie those things together. Um, they think that they move in, or I guess scientific term would be they have a direct relationship, right? That if my body composition changes positively, meaning getting more lean, yeah. that means my body weight will also change positively, which more often than not, people think number going down. Right. What is it that, what is it have that you've seen with that? Oftentimes it's this, this comes with, uh, the females that I work with most often. Yeah. Um, you know, every female that I, not every, but most females that I see come into the gym, they want the, the scale number to go down. Right. And I have to provide them with some education about how that's maybe not necessarily what we want. And, you know, understanding their goals as well. Most like in that case, it's most often the female is saying, I want to improve my physical appearance. Right. And they associate that with weight going down. Yep. When in reality, that may not be that may not provide you with the results that you are actually wanting. Right. Um, So an example of that is and I'll use myself as an example. (laughs) Little story time, little story time. Uh, so, you know, people look at me and often think, oh, you're a trainer. You've been a certain level of fitness your entire life. Not the case at all. And when I was in my, my young twenties, I would actually call myself, uh, back then skinny fat. So I was around, I mean, at my lowest, I was like 190 pounds. Um, there was also some other stuff going on, digestive stuff that I was trying to figure out and all that stuff. But I was at my lowest weight as an adult, yet I wasn't really healthy. I lacked energy. Um, And then looking at photos of myself from that period of time, I sure I was like maybe skinny ish with with clothes on. But then like if I had my shirt off, like there's no muscle definition. There's actually it just doesn't look like I have a lot of muscle. Right. Performance wise. How was it, though, too, as well? Not good. Right. So that's the other. That's a good point to bring up. Like. I was not performing well in the gym. Like, you know, I wasn't getting stronger. Um, I was pretty much the same level of strength that I had been for the past, you know, two to three years. And, um, and additionally performance in life, like was lacking energy, like I said, you know, and that's another element that we need to think about. So again, using that example, my weight was the lowest that I was in a long time, but I was not at all healthy. At least I wouldn't consider myself healthy back then. Um, and I had kind of created a, an obsession with eating a certain way, like extremely clean, um, which is, which is fine. But what was happening was I was actually under eating for my needs and additionally over exercising, 
and specifically too much too much cardio and and hit stuff that's often commonly the case that we that's that's always happening sometimes it gets marketed that way and it just yeah it develops this whole different behavior that provides maybe a negative interaction with your body mm-hmm. and then the things that you're doing to yourself. and your exercise and your yeah exercise. you know and you and so it can be very challenging but so again that example being used to help people understand that it's that although my weight was low my body composition was not good mm-hmm. and therefore health struggled right so we can draw that connection um the other side of that is someone gaining weight but they're gaining muscle weight, which is a positive thing. But because of society building such a strong association with the scale weight, people automatically look at that as negative. There's, in fact, one member that I'm working with right now at the moment um, that is kind of having this this challenge. She's been eating really healthy since the new year, and and the weight is starting to creep up. And I don't have all the information from her yet, but we're going to take a look at some things and see what's actually going on because she's been very consistent in the gym. So she's crushing it in the gym. Yeah. It is possible that she's building muscle, right. Mm -hmm. And her body is just kind of recomping. Yeah. Uh, So that's the other side of it, which actually kind of leads into something nicely where we're thought we're thinking of how do you track it? How do you go about this? Now there's a lot of the things with, for example, the BMI scale, and I have my thoughts on it, and I think we're pretty similar on this. It's yeah, yeah, this is, we'll, we'll touch on this because this is what is most commonly used in medicine um, mm-hmm. is this BMI scale. And so, there again, that is another thing that is different than body composition. First of all, what is in the BMI scale? What's taken into account? The BMI scale is um, uh, it's essentially a, what, what would be the term for this? Like a test of your height. It's like... Taking into it, account it, your height, it weight. It takes into account height and weight, and then it's like a grid. So I don't know. I was going to use the word matrix. Don't know if that's correct. But we it's, can look it's, that back. It's up. some. It's a. It's a scale that that basically takes. Oh, it's the ratio of your height. That's right. Ratio is the word I was looking for. Your height to your weight. Um, the problem with BMI, and you can provide your insight as well, is it doesn't uh, account for athletic individuals. Uh, so. Me, according to the BMI, my ideal weight would be between, I think it was, I mean, this was a while ago when I looked this up, be between 145 pounds and like 100, like 200 or something like that. So imagine me. So if those of you watching this, I'm currently 207 pounds. So if I was 145, you would not be able to see me on the video. (laughs) Yeah. It'd be really good at hide and seek. Super good. Could like <laughs> yeah. slide into, you know, slits in the wall. Nobody's going to find me there. Hide behind a skinny tree. Hide behind the hands a skinny out. tree. Yeah. For those who don't, who are not being able to watch this video, he's 6'4", and he's a tall, tall, yes. and he's shredded. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not shredded. Well, pretty sure. You're, I mean, you're, well, thank you. It's very kind of you. Very in kind. comparison, like it's the same thing for me. It's, it's, it's always been, it, before getting educated in other aspects of, and then we're, we're going to go over some of the other ways that you can track it. Um, but before ever getting educated into that, it was always kind of like a hindrance because a lot of the things that you hear is like, oh yeah, 
your doctor will, you'll go in for a physical and your doctor will say, oh, hey, you should lose some weight. You're mm. obese. Yeah. Yeah. But I play like three sports and I'm yeah. doing all this other things. Like I'm And lifting. I can squat 400 pounds. I can squat. What's your squat, bro? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's what you ask the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. What's your bench, man? And, and Or or girl. Or a girl. Could be, yeah. yeah. You know. And you're just put into this whole classification of where you need to be instead of going back to that individualistic side of like, hey, this exactly. is going to be subjective per person. Yeah, so that's like the BMI and and really a lot of a lot of like standards when it comes to body. Well, the BMI specifically is a generalized scale that was created and more often than not, not just in terms of fitness and health, but more often than not when these generalized scales are created, they're just not very good because mm-hmm. they're they just don't account for every every variable, yeah. right? Um So then what can we look towards? Yeah, so there's uh, you know there's a lot of different methods that you can uh, explore when when trying to figure out what your body composition is and track it and things like that. So the simplest and cheapest way is simply to use photos. So like take photos of yourself at different periods of time, and then use that in conjunction with other variables, which would be things like clothes fitting. Um, performance metrics, which we'll touch on how that fits in at the end as, as like how you can use that. Uh, so, so things like that, um, you know, that's free completely. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, the challenge is it's a little more subjective. And the other challenge is that, you know, I, I have done this with myself throughout the years. Like I'll occasionally, I don't have like a set schedule, but I'll occasionally take like a photo of myself and then and and really I didn't see significant difference in my body composition until I compared those two photos. So take going back to myself in my 20s to now, like comparing comparing myself now to the person in my 20s, I do look shredded like because I was so skinny fat back then and didn't have a lot of muscle whereas now I'm strong, I focus on building strength, all that stuff. It's an educated it's an educated transformation. It is. So to yes. say. And we'll touch more on <laughs> transformations in the future um other methods though if you really want to dial it in there's a dexa scan which is the most it's the gold standard accurate thing to do dual x-ray absorb trauma absorb trauma tree i believe that is correct i may have mispronounced that last word it's a hard word it's folks. a hard. it's a hard word it's okay but it's the most accurate it's the most accurate then there's bod pod which is also fairly accurate and then there's in body which is the one that you most often see at gyms, it's where you hold the handles and you stand on a platform. Not the most accurate in my experience. Quick little anecdote to that. In Phys, in my master's degree, we actually did side-by-side tests using a bod pod and using um, the BIA, which is the in-body. Um, and there was a difference of 7% between those two devices. That's a difference of possibly maybe 5 to 10 pounds in there, yes. too. Yes, yeah. And supposedly all body fat right because that's what it was measuring yeah so um so those you can do those but they're not going to be they're not going to be the most accurate Mm -hmm. and then most gyms were what what do you see in most gyms happening there well most gyms they use that that in body that bia um uh but again so if you wanted to do a bod pod you'd probably have to look up like a nearby university Mm -hmm. dexa scan there actually are some businesses that were created um that you can do. There's one, I forgot the name of it, but there's, there's one in the city here in San Francisco that does it. I know there's actually two, um, 
but you know that would be a quick Google search away. Local universities is things like that also have, or I know probably, San Francisco yeah, State local, when I was yes, in it. Yeah, yeah. local universities probably also have DEXA too. But moving on, all right. So then, with all those pieces, what are some quick little takeaways here to finish this off? What are some things that you can do to help get yourself to that potential body composition that you are trying to get to? Yeah. For? So so wrapping this one up, uh, there's. You know, and this is probably not the answer people want because a lot of this is subjective based on the individual and you kind of just have to figure out what works for you, um, as is the case with almost all things we'll talk about. (laughs) So the first thing is set realistic goals. Most people um, don't understand the personal and social sacrifices that come with getting extra lean, right? I Like myself right now, I am not extra lean. Could I get there? possibly uh my body composition naturally i think is to hold on to a little bit more fat i'm i've never been like the person that is just like shredded all the time right there are those people there's a lifestyle to it yeah well and genetics genetics you know like so so for some people it is easier so set realistic goals start a little bit smaller with your goal setting um you know maybe trying to get to just like a a slight reduction in body fat percentage Um, and that kind of ties into like, know your body and its set point. So everybody has a set point in terms of body fat percentage that, that their body is going to be more or most comfortable at, um, doesn't mean that you can't change that and shift that, but it's helpful to know where you kind of naturally sit when you're just, you know, Mm kind of just eating as you normally would and like not doing anything additional to really try to reduce body fat, for example. Um, And then a big thing is start with small adjustments. So I'm currently kind of like maybe trying to like lean out a little bit and I'm just starting with really small things. So I normally do uh, coffee with heavy cream in the morning for my, for my morning. Sounds delicious. It's so good (laughs) Uh, for my morning coffee ritual. So one thing I might do is just take out the heavy cream for a couple weeks and see how my body responds. The other thing that I'm doing right now that I think is big for me that I've discovered is not eating three hours before bed. That's a big one. For whatever reason, I've just noticed that when I can stick to that, I do pretty quickly see a reduction in things like water weight. And just generally, it's easier for me to sit a little leaner. Now, does that relate to part sleeping as well, too? Yes, that does. I One thing I have noticed when I do that is I sleep much better. There we'll were, come back to that. Yes, too. that will that's be like, nice. that's like kind of another episode as well. But um, I did notice, especially recently, as I was playing around with this, when I, I like there were a few nights in the last couple of weeks that I ate a pretty big meal late. And what happened that night is I woke up in the middle of the night and was very restless. And there could be nervous system implications around that. And, you know, I mean, it's like kind of a whole nother, a whole nother deep dive thing. But yes, there is an association, I think, there between Uh, quality of sleep. Uh, Then the other thing outside of small adjustments, training wise, focus on heavy compound lifting. That's always going to be king for maintaining a certain level of body composition because you're then asking your body to to hold on to lean tissue. Avoid excessive cardio, which we'll talk more on that in the next one. Yeah, that's a little teaser. A little teaser. Stick with (laughs) us here. Managing stress. This is one that's not often talked about a lot. It's getting talked about more these days. 
mental health is kind of starting to become a bigger thing and yes. I think has been well documented to have lasting effects if you can change it in the right way for yourself. But Absolutely. Again, another topic. Yes. And then the last one is focusing on, and we kind of said this earlier, focus on performance and health over this, this you know, number on the scale and even over the body composition itself. Ooh. Just focus on that performance, get stronger. Are you getting more fit? Are you able to do more? You know, and then really in my experience, what I've seen is all those other things that I, that I want body composition just starts to happen. Then you can start to avoid the bullshit. Then you can start to avoid the bullshit. This was a good one, folks. We hope you enjoy it. We hope you enjoy. Well, check back in for episode five and we're going to be talking a little bit about cardio mm. getting those juicy takes in mm-hmm. till then we'll see you later bye bye thank you again for listening to the p13 podcast hope you enjoyed make sure you subscribe and leave us a five star rating this podcast was produced by project 13 gyms and a special thanks to studio pod media for providing the studio space and additional production. Absolutely. You can find us on social media, on Instagram, at Project13Gyms. You can find myself at Kemifan, that is K-E-M-I-F-A-N. How about you, Thomas? Where can they find you on your social media? You can find me at Conway Bunga, that's C-O-N-W-A-Y-B-U-N-G-A. You can also check us out at Project13Gyms.com, and if you're in the SF area, Come train with us at Project 13 Gyms in Lower Knob Hill.